BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. A new year has arrived. What's your resolution for 2024? How about making sure the roof over your head is well taken care of? Riverland Roofing is here for all your roofing needs. Whether it's an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business to give you peace of mind in this the new year. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Riverland Roofing is licensed and insured to service Mississippi and its surrounding states. So give Riverland Roofing a call today and make sure you and yours are protected all year round. Call Riverland Roofing at 662-644-4297. That's 662-644-4297. Visit them online at riverlandroofing.com, riverlandroofing.com. It's Riverland Roofing for all of your roofing needs, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Welcome into the flagship on this Monday, January 15th, 2024, a wintry edition of the flagship on the Talk of Champions podcast network. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. I write for the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, and Affiliative on three. If you haven't, you should sign up today because you can get a sub and talk about all things Ole Miss all day, every day at the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, and Affiliative on three for the low, low price of $1. One dollar. One I'm by myself today. One is a lonely number, and I am uh, lonely today. No Bradley Sowell, no Zach Barry, no Chuck Ronsville, just me, me, myself, and I. But I felt compelled because mostly we're all kind of iced in on this Monday. What am I going to do? I called Bradley Sowell first. I said, Brad, what are you doing on this wintry Monday, January 15, 2024? And he says he's driving to Texas. So he got the hell out of Dodge. I guess when he heard that all the wintry mix was coming, Snowmageddon 2024 was coming, Brad said, I'm out of here. Then I hit up Zach. I said, Zach, what are you doing on this Monday, wintry January 15, 2024? And he tells me, well, he's doing the whole snow fest, fun time with his kids, and they actually got snow in Nashville. They're actually getting to build snowmen and do snow angels and all that kind of stuff. And I was out of pocket all day on Sunday. And Zach stepped up and he answered the bell. And you can go to the Old Miss Spirit today and check it out with commitment stories on Daquan Wright, the tight end from Virginia Tech, who visited over the weekend, on Yam Banks, who we're going to touch on here in a second, the South Alabama cornerback transfer who committed over the weekend, and more news potentially coming. And Zach had it covered all Sunday as I was out, including John Saunders Jr., the veteran Old Miss starting safety, returning for a final season at Ole Miss next season. That's another big one 
for a secondary that has taken hits. Dejon Anthony, number one. After him, DeAndre Prince and Mari Walton, those are three starters. But with what they've done in the portal alongside getting a guy like John Saunders back who started every single game, one of their most consistent performing defensive players all year as they won 11 games for the first time in program history, it's a huge get to get John Saunders back. And Zach had it all covered at the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com, and affiliate ball three, he took care of it. He says, I'm going to be busy hanging out with the kids. I said, you know what? You covered me Sunday. You take the whole day off. And I decided to just sit my butt down and talk about a huge weekend for Ole Miss football. And really, a subject I think is most important for a class that is ranked today as the number three class, transfer class, I should say, in the country behind Louisville and Colorado. The difference between Louisville, well, I shouldn't say between, it's more than two. The difference from Louisville and Colorado in comparison to Ole Miss is Ole Miss only has 14 transfers in. And I know everyone's talking about Ole Miss has got the portal king in Lane Kiffin. Ole Miss is doing something no one else is doing. They're getting all this big time, a national pub. And you're seeing a lot of fans, too, from the other side going, how does Ole Miss have all of this room for these spots? Are they not out of scholarships at this point? Because it's 14. And the quality of the player of the 14, the, of the number, is greater, far and away greater, than Louisville and Colorado, who have each signed or added, because you don't really sign transfers. They wait to enroll. That's one thing that needs to be corrected real quick before we continue here. Like is has been proven in the case of Tamari McDonald, the Tennessee defensive back who almost committed before it landed in the double dip earlier in the portal cycle. Tyler Barron, the edge from Tennessee, two players from Tennessee, Tamari McDonald, the safety, and then the edge, Tyler Barron. He's flipped to Louisville. That's a starting safety from another SEC school that was stepping in, and you were losing Dejon Anthony. Yes, you're bringing in Key Lawrence from Oklahoma, but that's a big deal. That was a part of the plan, and then the plan has been flipped because – Louisville offered a better or a more lucrative. It's not necessarily a better, but a more lucrative as far as overall compensation NIL deal to Tamaria McDonald in comparison to Ole Miss. And Ole Miss could have matched it. Ole Miss could have said, you know what? We love Tamaria McDonald that much. But as has been proven the case with Lane Kiffin, especially this offseason, there is a number that he, he and Ole Miss will go to for every player, but they will not go past it. Quinshawn Judkins, they went past it for a while. But eventually, it became a little too much. So what did they do? It was a mutual parting of ways. And now Quinshawn is um, at Ohio State, and I hope he kills it over there. I really do. Quinshawn was tremendous for Ole Miss for two years. He set the single-season Ole Miss record for rushing yards in his debut season as a true freshman. A true freshman. And this is with Zach Evans in the backfield with him. Zach Evans was the number one ranked running back in the country coming out of the 2020 around there. Recruiting class. A five-star. Top 100 player. Top 50 player was Zach Evans formerly. Everybody wanted him. And he was supposed to share that backfield was Quinshawn with Zach, Zach Evans. Zach Evans was supposed to be the lead dog in that backfield, and Quinshawn was supposed to be the compliment. He took over all those carries and all those yards and set a single-season Ole Miss record. He will forever be recognized as a great rebel. But he's not here anymore. And in the business of college football, it makes sense why. 
you can both honor the guy and appreciate him too. A couple things can be true. When Sean Judkins, an all-time great rebel, the record books say that. But also, in this new culture, you really want to spend that kind of money for the most devalued position in football and running back. And Lane Kiffin said no. To his credit, said no. And I didn't know if he would get to that point, if he would ever get to that point, to where a, a guy like that, because this is not the first time. Quinshawn isn't the first player, nor is it the first time Quinshawn has had this kind of, hey, yeah, I know we agreed to this, but let's go back to the table again just because I've decided my value is more again. This isn't the first time this has happened. But I was waiting to see if Lane, once he got to that point with a star player like Quinshawn, a huge name, because in the old days, a Quinshawn Judkins leaving your program would be catastrophic. But that is not the current culture in college football. To Ole Miss's benefit, Quinshawn walks out the door, and most of you really didn't bat an eye. Ole Miss is going to hurt losing Quinshawn. He was a good player, but it's a running back. And when you're weighing the overall value of your roster, especially with the resources you have as limited to Georgia and Alabama, even Texas A&M, but just Texas A&M doesn't know what to do with their money. Ole Miss does, but it's still limited in comparison to Texas A&M. If Texas A&M can ever figure it out, watch out. Speaking of Texas A&M, Ross Bjork, former Ole Miss athletics director, is apparently the leading candidate to become the new athletics director at Ohio State. Ross and I had a great relationship at Ole Miss. He was a good dude. I'm not going to knock him personally. I liked him personally, but professionally, how does he keep falling up? It's a good gig if you can get it. It's a good career slope if you can get it, you know? Falling upwards to what will be a top three job, probably. It's not the SEC. So, but at worst, Ohio State's a top five AD job. And considering what Ross oversaw with the NCAA, the NCAA investigative case that Ole Miss dealt with for six years and then got the hell out of Dodge, threw Freeze under the bus, and honestly, can't blame him there. But really protected himself. Everybody else kind of got got in that NCAA investigative case of Ole Miss's. Barney got a 10-year show calls. Everybody else, on and on and on, got theirs in some way. And Ross got a promotion. And now he could be getting another one. But anyway, Ole Miss, as far as collective is concerned and its resources, it said, you know what, we're not going to pay that much money at that much mo more over market price for Quinshawn and keep him just because he was a good rebel. I didn't know if Lane had it in him. If Jackson Dart would have come to the table and done the same thing. What Lane did in making that move was tell the rest of the locker room, no one is above this team. Even with the pro mindset, no one is. And Ole Miss, you would say, if you're a fan right now, you're going, oh, wait a second. But you're just saying this, you're a stupid homer, which probably... <laughs> But you're probably thinking to yourself, Ole Miss would have taken Quinshawn Judkins back in an instant. Maybe you don't know the situation here all that well, which is more than fair on its face. I would disagree because Quinshawn did try to come back. He took a shave from Ohio State and is now sharing carries with Travion Henderson, who announced last week, Friday actually, that he's returning and not going to the NFL draft. He is not making his Quinshawn what he was making at Ole Miss, far from it.
He took a shave in overall NIL compensation. They go to Ohio State and split carries. Before he made that move, he attempted to re-engage Ole Miss, and Ole Miss said, no, thank you. Wasn't rude about it. It is business in that way. But also the locker room knows it doesn't matter who you are. Just like in the NFL, if your time has come, your time has come, and the bait will be cut. And I hope Quinshawn absolutely crushes it at Ohio State. I really do. Because he did something no, no other Rebel, quite literally no other Rebel had done in his two years at Ole Miss. So he will always be honored in that way. But Lane Kiffin showed in that situation that he'll make the call if necessary. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc doesn't matter who it is so Ole Miss is going to be smart in its allocation of resources it's not gonna go over the top for a player like tamaria mcdonald who yeah louisville gave him this much and flipped him they flipped him that happened Ole Miss could have gone above and beyond or matched Louisville, gone a little bit over what he was given and gotten it done. But with the limited resources in comparison to Texas A&M or in comparison to Alabama, Georgia, you name it, Ole Miss said, no, we think he's worth this much. It's a business decision. It's not personal. So you can't take it personally then when he flips. What it should do then is encourage you even more when Ole Miss turns around and replaces Tamaria McDonald with at least an equal, if not potentially higher upside talent in Yam Banks over the weekend from South Alabama, the cornerback. First reported on the Ole Spirit, omspirit.com, and filled on three by Zach Berry, at Zach underscore Berry, our recruiting analyst. Yam Banks committed to Ole Miss over the weekend and immediately fills the void that was created once Tamaria McDonald flipped to Louisville. But even more than that, he's possibly an even better fit, and it's not just because he's the newest addition. I've been calling around about him and asking. I don't know. I, I was on, on the side of, man, that's a big loss when Tamaria McDonald flipped to Louisville because I'm not a talent evaluator. I'm not a scout. I don't pretend to be either. I'm dumb. So I try to ask people who are. <laughs> Bradley South, former Ole Miss offensive lineman. Loves Jan Banks. He liked Jan Banks more than he did to Mary McDonald, even before all this stuff happened. When he emerged as a, a as a target for Ole Miss, immediately watched some film on him, looked at him. He's rangy as Jan Banks, 6'2", 195. You're losing both of your starting cornerbacks in DeAndre Prince and Zamari Walton. You need plug and play. And this is a starter. And Pete Nakos made a good point when I talked to him about Jan Banks in particular, on threes, transfer portal expert 
So what do you think, Yan Banks? Yan Banks, he said, could have gone pro. He's a late round projection right now. Maybe he plays his way into the middle rounds, but next level talent evaluators, they liked him. And yet he's putting that off and coming to the SEC to improve that stock. This is a classic example of what the portal is, I think was originally designed to be. It's not, not necessarily this now. It's morphed into something else entirely. But a lower-level player who was not highly ranked coming out of high school, Yan Banks was in the 2000s as far as his overall rankings of prospect. Getting on the NFL draft radar, working his way up, getting on that radar, saying, okay, I can go take the step now if I want to, and then deciding instead, no, Ole Miss is a better opportunity to potentially work my way up. And Ole Miss has proof of concept with Dejon Anthony. Dejon Anthony last offseason comes over from Liberty. Hugh Freeze calls Chuck, my publisher at the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and for the ball three, Chuck Roswell says, hey, man, what is Ole Miss doing? This kid, he's, he doesn't play hard. He's a me, me player, blah, 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 blah. Kind of dumped on the kid. And then he becomes, and arguably, does Dejon Anthony one of the defensive MVPs of 2023. He's the one that made the game-changing early game play in the hit on Jaden Daniels uh, in, in the LSU win, the 55-49 to season-turning win for Ole Miss. Yam Banks has that kind of similar step-in-and-play, plug-and-play starter material and versatility if they need to move him with John, like they did with John Saunders. Who's coming back now? Huge get to get him back. Another one to put it on the pile. Trey Harris, Caden Priestcorn, Jackson Dart, Jordan Watkins, Micah Pettis, Caleb Warren. I think Jeremy James, but I don't know if it's official yet. Jared Ivey, which announcement could be coming for this podcast network with Jared Ivey. Just hold that thought. JJ Pegues, John Saunders. Huge to get him back. But he was a cornerback when he came over. Not to say Yan Banks is going to get moved, but positional versatility is key. He's got the both the size and the production to back up such a move. Proof of concept matters, and he's followed a traditional track or maybe what the intended purpose of the transfer portal was. Lower-level recruits improving elsewhere and then going to a power five like Ole Miss and even upping their draft stock more. The number one, as far as sleeper gets for Ole Miss in this 2024 transfer cycle. Number two for me is Jerquan Scott. He's a transfer offensive lineman from Southern Miss. Again, another plug-and-play starter, 6'4", 300, probably on the interior. Again, goes to a lower-level school, is a lower-level prospect. It's close to the 2000s nationally. 1,763 overall ranking. In the 2019 class, the number 161 offensive tackle, the number 67 player in Alabama, a three-star. And he goes to Southern Miss, played in 33 games, all 12 games last year. Frank Gore Jr. eclipsed 1,000 yards with Jerquan Scott paving the way. And we don't talk about him because it was early. And it's, what have you done for me lately? But we talk about him here because Ole Miss picked up probably their best 
NFL prospect of the transfer hall so far. And that is a hot take that when Zach or Brad comes back on, I'll bring it back. Diego Pounds is probably sliding in to start for Ole Miss at left tackle. Maybe Jaden Williams sticks at left tackle and Diego goes to right. But that would mean Micah Pettis is going into the interior, and I could absolutely see it. But however that shakes out, Diego Pounds, if he's at right or left, he's the best next-level prospect because of his size. He's 6'7", huge, 300, multi-game starter at North Carolina, as plug-and-play as plug-and-play gets. But however you configure that and however you consider Diego Pounds, that's like top echelon. When we, when we put Ole Miss landed Walter Nolan, he goes first. He was the number one top-ranked transfer in the portal from Texas A&M defensive tackle. He's the biggest kid. He's number one in the portal. Number six in the portal and on threes transfer player rankings, Prince Leumon Mielin, edge from Florida, number six, the number one edge. That's a premium position. Okay, he's number two. Diego Pounds, Diego Pounds is right there. He's in the top 20. That's a number one offensive tackle that's going to be talked about. That's a huge get. So you don't talk about him as a sleeper because he's coming in to probably start at left tackle. This is an NFL player and credit to Ole Miss and making the decision not to go above and beyond for Tamarian McDonald to not go above and beyond to keep a record setting running back in Quinshawn Judkins and use its resources in a responsible manner and secure an NFL tackle for a national championship run next year. Potentially that's the hope anyway. That's what you're doing all this for. But Jerquan Scott, however you configure the offensive line, he's the one being plugged and playing in left guard. And I think Jerquan is going to start every game and be a road grader and a perfect complement to the talent around him. Just that steady-as-they-go presence, that glue guy. That's Jerquan Scott. I don't know if he's necessarily going to be a next-level player. Again, I'm not an evaluator, first of all. But even if I was, I don't think he's necessarily got the upside of definitely Diego Pounds, but probably not even like a Jaden Williams who's toolsy, an athletic freak, just can't stay healthy. The shoulder injury is what derailed Jaden Williams last last year. But Jerquan's going to be steady as all get out. You plug him in a left guard, which which has been a little bit of a problem area for Ole Miss, definitely last year. And let him roll. And the third and final sleeper transfer for Ole Miss in this 2024 Hall is another cornerback, Taz Nicholson. Made even more important now that DeCameron Richardson, the transfer corner from Mississippi State, who committed to Ole Miss in December, has decided instead to enter the NFL draft. That's a big loss. Richardson was the number four cornerback in the portal. He was going to start. Like I mentioned earlier, DeAndre Prince is gone. Zamari Walton is gone. The depth behind them is depleted. Yan Banks can be that. Taz Nicholson can be that too. I mean, he's coming over from Illinois. 40 tackles last year. Starter in 2022 when Illinois was among the best in the country in pass efficiency. That's for a Brett Bielema team. He coached at Arkansas. Y'all know Brett Bielema. Rugged and gritty. Fills a need. 
but he's my third, my third sleeper. Those are the three that are most standing out to me. And Ole Miss isn't done. A good offensive line, they're never going to be done there. Run, running back, they're going to keep all their options open. And don't forget either, Ole Miss has historically gone year-round with adding talent. T.J. Dudley didn't get here till July and made his Ole Miss debut in the Peach Bowl. This new era is crazy. So Ole Miss will always be recruiting, always stay recruiting in the transfer portal under Lane Kiffin. And Lane will continue to make moves like hiring Brian Brown when no one saw it coming. Brian's a friend of the Ole Miss spirit. We try to reach out and say, hey, man, are you in town yet? Because we know Lane doesn't like his assistants talking to the media, which is perfectly fine. No one's knocking it. Are you in town yet, though? Because we could talk to you beforehand. Uh, no, he's already in the building working. So, Brian, we hardly knew you. I'll talk to you on the other side, I guess. I mean, this is the best staff Ole Miss has ever had. It's not even close. Top to bottom. The strength of the staff, Pete Golding and Brian Brown. I mean, there was a time when Ole Miss would have killed for just one of them with their resumes to come be a coordinator. Now, there are areas of that staff I would argue could be improved. You got Hugh Freeze begging Derek Nix to come be his OC at Auburn. But that's for another day on another podcast. But I'm not alone. No one to interrupt today, though. I've heard your comments. When Zach or Brad, whoever comes back and joins me for the next one, I will keep my mouth shut best I can. But we got through it, and hopefully I didn't bore you to tears. Until next time. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.